Hello everyone, Carter here, bringing you another episode of Out of the Hourglass presented by Nolan Consulting Group, a podcast dedicated to helping small business owners and contractors visualize their goals, develop their teams, and build sustainable growth so that business operations don't run solely through them. We want to get business owners out of the hourglass. Today's episode features three of NCG's best, Catherine Freeman, Andrew Amrine, and Molly Nolan. This one is the final installment in our Levels of Work series. Naturally, we're wrapping things up with Level 4. Our coaches, Catherine and Andrew, break down Level 4 work for Molly, and how Levels 1 through 3 are there to support the Level 4 positions. As you listen, consider the Level 4 work that is done in your company on a weekly and monthly basis. Are you the one doing the Level 4 work? How are you helping prepare someone in your company to be capable of Level 4 work one day? Thanks for listening, and as always, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Enjoy the show. Thanks very much, Carter, for that introduction. I'm on the podcast today with Andrew Amrine and Molly Nolan, and we are wrapping up our series with a discussion of Level 4. But before we actually do that, we've asked Molly to rejoin us as she's been our pupil over these last calls and share with us a little bit about what it is that she's learned and picked up. Gosh, I feel like the pressure is on. I feel like I represent all of our listeners in this. We're all pupils. No pressure at all. No pressure. No, good to be good to be back with you guys. I've enjoyed uh, your recent recent episodes, and thanks for having me back. I I was just saying to Andrew a few minutes ago, and we said pause. Let's 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 start recording because we were going to get into the conversation. And we don't want to, we don't want to uh, miss kind of the original thought that we were of the, of the discussion that we were going to have. And I was just about to say that in listening to the last couple of episodes, what struck me the most is how important every level is. Every level plays a part in the organization. And I know we separate, we, we want to make sure that a level is not defining a person, a level is defining a task. So you cannot have level, you can't have a level two in a company if you don't have any level ones, because the level of one, level one is the one actually doing the work, producing the quality work. And so if a level two, let's say a field supervisor, they're level two, you can't have a field supervisor if you don't have crew or people doing the actual producing of the work. And so a field supervisor that is basically irrelevant if you don't have any level ones. And if you don't have a field supervisor and you don't have any doers, then a level three also becomes irrelevant. And so just to me, it just showed how important every, every person's role in the tasks that they do, how important they are. And we all play, a, we all play a function in those. So Molly, that's brilliant. And I, I'm a- You roll. call me brilliant? I am. I am. I curry favor. I love that this is recorded. Wherever I can. <laughs> curry favor wherever I can. Uh, so let me let me walk it forward a little bit. I have all these problems. I need a field supervisor. Right. My crew leaders are great. I've got great crews. I don't need a field supervisor. Both of those statements are irrelevant. How well or or poorly one level is performing has no impact on whether I need the other levels or not. They're all important. Right. And in fact, when things are going well, that's when I need it more. Because 
the, the, the new field supervisor, or I've, I've, I've even seen people trying to hire level three production managers, they get sucked down into all the problems at level one or level two, and they can't actually do their job. So it's irrelevant, the performance of the level below. The, each level is different work that needs to be done, usually by a different person, depending on scale. You can, you can sometimes have one person playing multiple levels, but Amal, you hit, it, you hit the nail on the head. And if, if people take that away from the podcast, I think we did a good job. But I think it also shows, I mean, how important, so they're, they're all independent in their own, but they also all work together. And so I can't be doing level two work if I don't have someone working with me who's level one, who's producing quality work that I know is going to be accurate. And then I can, I can predict that's going to come through on time so that I can, I can shift it upwards to level three. Oh man, look at that with the, the oh, values. Of that, the role. I love it. Shoot, wow, I, was... got it. I love it. All right. So, so do you remember, Thanks, do you remember <laughs> the value at the values the, that each level adds? Do you remember what they are? So you said quality on level, level one, all about just do quality work. Yes. Get it done right. Do quality work. The detail is there. Level I walk around all day worrying about, am I doing quality work? Have I done it quality enough? Am I overdoing it? Am I underdoing it? Am I, I just. Well, that's where level ones bring value is they bring value in the quality of the work that they do. And it can be very, it's different levels of in, in, intricacies, uh, but it's, but it's quality that they're bringing to the table. Yeah. So what's level two? So level two, I would be, uh, that things are accurately coming through. So the quality work that's being done there is accurate and that things are being done in a complete fashion and that things are being done on time. So the field supervisor can expect as a level two overseeing his crews that the qual quality work is being produced and he can, he can be managing that the, the accuracy of the work and that expecting things to come in on time. Or she. He or she, thank you. Uh so yeah, they're walking around all day worried about how am I making things more accurate? So scopes, does everybody have an accurate scope? You know, how many clients have we dealt with that they're, the crews still aren't getting accurate scopes and maybe they don't want to share price or they don't want to share this, or they don't want to share that. And they're wondering why things aren't done accurately. Well, because you're not sharing information. So I'm as a level two, level two work, I'm, I'm walking around worried about what am I doing to make things more accurate? What am I doing to make sure things are complete? What am I doing to confirm that things are on time? I'm, I'm worried about those things. So level two is, go ahead, yeah. I think you called it in the last episode, like what's the, what's the human capacity or the, or the human factor to the task? And work, like what- the human work. The, yeah. human, the human work. And that to me, that's, that stuck out as like a, it was a good way for me to think about it. Like what's the human side to this that I need to think about to be, be making sure I'm doing my job right. I need to, I need to focus on quality. Which is good to reiterate because following a process isn't the kind of work we're talking about. Anybody can follow a process. Right. The human work is the problem solving and decision-making that needs to be made. And so the value that level two brings and level one is decision-making and problem solving around quality, decision-making and problem solving around accurate, complete and on time. That's the human work. So what about level three? So level, level, three? level three would be stressing about uh, 
consistency, the pad, the, the constant pattern of things coming through correctly. Um, efficiency. Are we getting things done in the right time, in the right manner with the right, you know, with the right, uh, what I'm looking for. Are we spending our money? Are our materials coming through? Are we are every month? Are we hitting, are we hitting those KPIs and, uh, being predictable? Can I expect this to continue to happen month one, month two, month three? Can I predict that there's going to be a jump in month four, month five, based upon the things that I know and the things that are being brought to me to the table? A well-performing person at level three is able to say, I don't know, maybe by the 20th, I would say by the 15th, by the 15th of the month, at least the 20th, if the production manager or operations manager, if, if you don't know how the month is going to turn out before it happens, so by the 20th of the month, I know exactly what we're going to do. And, and frankly, I would say that the best operations managers I've worked with, they know what's going to happen before the month even happens. But you know, by April 1st, I already know what April 1st is going to look like. Now I just need to deliver the orders to my team and, and let them do it. So being able to predict, I mean, what do we, what do business owners lose sleep over the most? I think it's not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow. I mean, imagine being able to predict that with accuracy. There's always going to be some level of unpredictability. We can't always picture exactly what tomorrow is going to look like because we can't control everything in our life, but it goes back to that statement that we've always said before, control the controllables. And so level three is controlling the controllables. That's a good clarification. There's a, there's a difference between precise and accurate. I, I can be accurate without being precise. Mm-hmm. And that, that's definitely what we're talking about is I, I don't, I can be, I can be close. Good enough for horseshoes and hand grenades is kind of what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. I mean, you, you, so you guys have actually had a great summary of the first couple calls, but we want to, we want to go into level four, right? So that, let's do it. That was a, that was a kind segue. <laughs> looking for the right way that was a kind let's move on guys can i ask one more quick question um before we jump yeah. into level four and i know sure. time wise time wise for the podcast we must move on um but i think this is important because we look at it we're saying as a, as a person we're not putting a person into a level one work it's tasks so in a day someone could be handling level one two and three 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 tasks i know i do that mm-hmm. My, my day is constantly jumping around from different level of tasks that I'm working on future thinking, you know, what's, what's needs to be done in the moment. Uh, but I think it's important to recognize that and people are, you're constantly doing more than one level. Yeah. In a small business. Absolutely. It's where, especially in a small business. Yes. People that love it here thrive on that variability of tasks. And then now what I'll say is, is when I do see people in more than two levels, a lot that usually causes a lot of stress. Uh, bouncing back and forth between two levels, okay, is, is pretty simple. Adding that third, if I'm going, if I'm doing level three tasks and two and one, you know, there's there's probably not necessarily bad. You know, it's part of a growing organization. Um, certainly, business owners do it, but there's some stress there. Right. Um, so probably either doing one and two or two and three or three and four. There's, you're, right. you're not, you're not jumping from a one to a three. Most, you shouldn't be daily. 
because no, but there may be times of the year where you do. I mean, think right. about what we do in our, you know, November and December timeframe where we are working with people to get their budgets together, working on our own budgets, mm-hmm. having day-to-day conversations with business owners about the struggles that they're having. There can and is a great deal of variety. If and a so- project manager or a field supervisor puts on a tool belt and starts framing out closets, all right, I, you know, that, that happens if a, if a field supervisor does that. If the production manager puts on a tool belt and starts framing out closets, we got We've, bigger. We got, we bigger. got a problem. Right. Yeah. So to use the lifeguard analogy, you know, if the lifeguard gets down out of the, uh, out of the lifeguard stand and you know, starts dealing with parents and kids on the beach, you know, okay, that, that, that happens. But if, if back at headquarters, if one of the managers is now all of a sudden on the beach, there's a problem, you know, either somebody just got hurt, shark attack or something. Mm-hmm. So something's not good here. So jumping, going from level three to level one is stressful. Thank you for answering my question. I know all the listeners out there were right there with me. Great <laughs> they were asking, they were, of, they were, I was just channeling it. Yeah. Well, okay. Gold star. Thank you, Andrew. Okay. Level four, teach me. I'm ready to, we're ready to move on. I feel like we've mastered, let's not say mastered, but we're feeling good about levels one through three so far. Let me jump right in. And so we, we need to change the format here a little bit because at, at level four work, we we've also, we're going to drastically change the kind of work that's going on. So at level three, you know, you're really stepping back from doing the work of the work. The production manager isn't framing out closets, at least theoretically. They're they're now trying to oversee all the crews. So we talked about last time moving from a job focus, jobs, 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 to how full are my crews, to pulling back and looking at all the crews together. So that's a that's a vertical focus. So a controller, level three work. Uh, controller accounting manager has a bookkeeper and an accounting clerk, a vertical focus. A production manager has field supervisors, crew leaders, foremen, craftsmen, laborers, a vertical focus. All right. So um, let's say you've got sales. There's a production sales manager, production manager, accounting manager, and they're all arguing about whose responsibility is what. Well, who makes the call? So when two field supervisors or two foremen are bickering about who gets the boom lift next week, who makes the call? The production manager makes the call. Well, so who makes the call between the departments. And so level one, two, and three work, that's the basic building block of a department. So now instead of thinking vertically, we got to pull even farther back, even divorce ourselves even more from the day-to-day work. And the general manager uh, or operations manager uh, is focused horizontally across the departments. So we have a tool that we call the contractor process. And it has six columns on it. And it defines from the time the phone rings until the day the job is done and paid in six phases, the, pro- the workflow 
of, of how customers flow through your business. And so the managers, the level three work is focused on the vertical columns. Level four is about integrating all the columns together. So interdepartment efficiency, future effectiveness and efficiency between the departments, um, total throughput, that's a fancy word, throughput, but basically how many jobs can we put through this system in a day, in a week, in a month? So it's volume related. You know, if we're going to do, if we're going to go from 40 customers, 40 jobs, 40 customers a month to a hundred customers a month, that's, that's a throughput issue. That's how, how, how are now a hundred people a month going to make it from phone call to completion in one month? So that now we're, that's the integrating part. Right. And, you know, when, Andrew, when we were talking about this early, the, the important thing to consider here is that there is, there are a lot of tasks in that vertical, right? There are a lot of responsibilities in those vertical paradigms, but, but when you're looking at it from that horizontal perspective, there's almost less to do, right? More decisions, less to do. And that can be a very difficult leap for some people to make to that place where more responsibility, more decisions, less to do. It's a lot of people work in terms of doing. Yeah. We define the doing as actually as doing something concrete or tangible you know, a general manager level, level four work isn't framing closets. They're having conversations all day long about prioritizing. You know, this is, this is, I think one major, hopefully a takeaway from this role is, is often, not always, but often priorities come from the level above you. If you're feeling overwhelmed in your role right now to the listener, anybody listening, because it's not just business owners that are listening to this. If you're feeling overwhelmed in your role, you need to go to the person above you and ask them to help you prioritize. And the person above you maybe needs to stop holding you accountable for to prioritize yourself. You guys need to do that together. That's not always the case. But priorities come from the level above. So level four work, a lot of level four work is translating like we ended the last podcast with if there's no level four no one is translating vision into tangible goals well that's that's all conversations i'm talking to people all day long making sure they understand their role making sure they understand goals making sure they understand the priorities so that the level three manager can trickle down the priorities to level two can trickle down the priorities to level one priorities nine times out of ten come from the level above. Um, and so I, I, have, I do have conversations about as businesses grow, they start thinking about, you know, do I really want to do this? And, you know, maybe I should hire a general manager, but I, I just don't know what they would do. I don't know what they like, what would, but, but what would they do? They would talk to people all day long. Well, right. But what do they do? How do I measure success? Right. Andrew, you're, you're setting us up to encourage people to listen to our uh, most recent podcast that we just released last week, The Role of the GM, 
where oh. Colin and I talked about hiring a GM. Why would a business owner do that? What's the plan or what are they trying to, uh, what are they trying to do? And uh, what is the GM, what's the GM's role in all of this? And cause it's, there's, there's a couple ways to think about it. And so this was a great segue. Yeah. I, the timing of these two podcasts uh, is, is good. Fortuitous. Perfect. It's, it's a big topic. You're the, the, this role, if you're a high utilitarian and a high individualistic on the, the motivators, the disc profile that we do, which most business owners are, they value getting things done and, and doing it themselves. You know, th- this is a thinking role. That's it. It's an on the business role. We're stepping back from the day-to-day work and we're looking at how is all this work getting done? And is it getting done efficiently? And people, roles don't do that internally. And I I think another thing owners struggle with is owners all day are asking themselves, am I being efficient? Can this be done better? But not everybody's doing that. You know, not, it's it's that, it's that third voice that someone comes in and says, did you realize if, if, you know, if you, if you did that task this way, you might do it faster. Oh, I never would have known that. I wouldn't have thought about that. You know, that's, that's part of the value part is priorities and, and feedback come from above. But think of that not as a, as a punishment, as a negative. Think about that as a positive. The level above is constantly trying to help the level below prioritize and be more effective and efficient. But well, let's think about, you know, in, in this model, if we're talking specifically about a, a general manager or somebody at that level, and we're saying so much of what a general manager would do all day long is have conversations, direct or conduct. Mm-hmm. What, how are we measuring them? I mean, what does success look like? Because we need to understand success in our roles to in order to achieve. Yeah, make no mistake. Uh, that's that is key. I, I had a person one time say to me, you know, but Andrew, everybody has stuff to do. Like you keep saying that these levels aren't doing the work, but I'm doing work all day long. So we have to be clear about the kind of work we're talking about. Level four, level three, they're, they're stepping back from the day-to-day work of the company. They definitely have things they need to do, but we need to be able to measure it and measuring it and have goals makes work meaningful. So level, level four work is very much thinking like an investor would think. You know, if if I was gonna if I was gonna buy stock in this company, what would I want to know? I'd want to know about revenue growth. I'd want to know about profit. I'd want to know about cash reserves. I'd want to know about how healthy their balance sheet is. So I'm gonna hold a general manager responsible for current ratio maintaining days cash on hand, uh, maintaining overall profits, profitability, so operating profit, um, revenue growth, that we're achieving revenue growth numbers. So it's the big numbers. For example, if, and so so now make that connection, Molly, you, you made the case earlier that all the levels are needed. So the production manager, level three, is focused on feet on the street, because the general manager has said, if I'm going to hit my revenue goal, you need to be, you need to prioritize feet on the street. And the general manager has said to the sales manager, you need to focus on hiring another sales rep. 
because we're not gonna hit the revenue goal if you don't hire a sales rep. So now you can see how the priorities trickle down. And if, if for, the, for the business owners listening, I would, I would suggest think about situations where you're asking a person to prioritize themselves. And that, that may be in fact why you're not getting what you want is because somebody else needs to help them prioritize. Um, so all, all the goals will trickle down and connect with each other. Um, other things that an investor might worry about, um, new service lines. Should we be getting into a new service line? Should we, should we focus on the service lines that we have? How profitable are our departments, our employee turnover? Should we eliminate a service line? Should we eliminate a service line? Um, uh, HR, you know, accidents, um, safety. I would, I would definitely have safety KPIs at the very top because it's not going to happen unless it comes from the top. Um, you know, you're saying something. Going, but I think you get the point. Yeah. Yeah, but you're you're saying something there, Andrew, that I think is pretty key and 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 important when we're talking about a level four leader, uh, level four decisions, um, and probably also level five, which you know we've not even begun to discuss here. But it comes from the top. So not only Molly, to your point from earlier, do we need every level in order to create that foundation in order to make sure that all of the decisions are being handled correctly. But priority setting does need to come from the top. And you're, you can't assume that a level, a person making level one decisions is going to drive the right focus for the business if somebody at the top isn't saying it. Right, because they're just focused on doing the work in front of them at right. a high level of quality. They're, right. What's in front of them it could be first, second, third, fourth that gets to their desk. Maybe the fourth is actually the most important, but they're just, they're, they are focusing on number one, getting it done. Number two, getting it done. So number, so level two needs to come in and help and say, let's shift this around because coming from the top, this is the, this is the focus right now. Right. So here's a, an example that Tom Foster gives to bring up, you know, one, one of the developers of this whole school of thought along with Elliot Jacks um, is uh, in a recent blog, he talked about the difference between level two and level three and how someone got promoted to a level three role and, and was failing miserably. And so in their level two role, they brought a lot of excellent firefighting skills. So the situation was uh, gas. Gas prices are going up. What are we going to do about it? And this person's solution was all right, every morning I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to find the cheapest price and I'm going to send all the drivers to get the cheapest gas and then we'll come back. Well, that works in the short term, but pretty soon you're spending so much time and money on just driving to different places and getting gas that you're, you're actually cutting your nose to spite your face. But that's a level two solution right here, right now. What do we got to do to be accurate, and complete, and on time today? And so this, this job or this this route, this truck route. The level three response is to say, I think I need to buy a big tank of gas so that I can have a month's worth of gasoline all at one time. And then, you know, what we can do is night shift 
can fill up all the trucks while they're sitting here so they can be ready to go with this less expensive gasoline that we've bought. But you can see those two solutions require very different time span of thinking. One is thinking about right here, right now, this, this week, you know, we, we got gas prices are going up. Okay, so we're, we're not going to change any systems. We're just going to adapt what we do day to day. We're going to fight the fire and hopefully the fire will go out. But that kind of thinking is going to fail. And the, the blog that he was writing was about a person who was struggling now in level three because they, were, they weren't solving level three tasks. They were, they, were, they were trying to tackle level three problems with level two solutions. What about a, what would be a, a level four problem? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I think about uh, some of the uh, general managers that we've worked mm -hmm. with who've, you know, maybe risen from within the ranks of, of a company and maybe they've got a discipline. So maybe they've been a department manager, right? So they've had that vertical responsibility mm -hmm. And now we're going lateral. I mean, how would you how would you encourage somebody like that to? Yeah, certainly learning the different disciplines in each department. Mm -hmm. So now let's let's continue the analogy. So let's put that person in the level three. The, the level three role is looking up to the level four to say, hey, I've got this problem solved for the next month, but what are we going to do about the next year? And so just to to keep walking that example forward, the GM is going to be looking going to be saying, okay. We, we, just, we just solved our problem for a month, but do we need to move the office? Do we need to move to a different state? Do we need to move to a different area where gas is cheaper? Do, we need to, do I need to make a long-term relationship with a gas supplier to hedge, hedge our uh, expenses? So that longer time frame, you know, moving, you know, maybe, maybe it's just that I don't know, around here, Luke oil is like the most expensive gas you can buy. It's like, maybe that's the, maybe we need to move our shop to a less ex, closer to a, a less expensive gasoline provider. You know, that's a bigger term solution. And it, it's really is a good example of, of, of that breakdown in time span. The, the field supervisors just, just send the trucks wherever they need to go to fill up. That's only going to last so long. The production manager, bought a big tank of gas. And so we've solved the problem for a month, but how do we solve the problem for a year? That's the GM. How are we, are we, do we need to buy electric trucks? Do we need to build a relationship with Elon Musk and start buying electric trucks? You know, the production manager is not going to do that. The GM's going right. to do that. That's a, that, that's going to impact the next year of something. And really important to note, even as you were discussing the problem solving there, how many questions you asked do we need to move? Can we establish a relationship? Do we need to buy another building? Do we need to, like, just the sheer number of questions that you asked there is so different from the question at the level two place where the question simply was, where's the cheapest gas? I'm going there. One question, your questions were, you know, five or six or seven. You can't, you can't learn. So uh, again, in, in these levels of work, we got started down this whole road with the question, why do people fail? Why do successful people all of a sudden fail? And each of these levels is a different level of thinking that you can't learn to know by getting good at one of the other levels. You can't, 
become a great, you can't get good at level three roles, level three tasks by learning how to do level two better. And you're not really going to understand the questions in a level four role, like you just said, by, by you're not going to learn how to be a better GM by being a better production manager. I'm not going to become a better field supervisor by learning how to do better quality work. They're totally different skills that can be taught or that, and that need to be taught from the outside. And so, you know, again, this is where level three and definitely level four work. You can bring in people from the outside. And, and in fact, it, it, it I, you know, I, I think in our experience, probably 50, 50, but it can be advantageous to bring in people from the outside because you're bringing in new thinking and new ways of, of looking at things. They don't have to have a lot of industry experience in order to succeed at level three and especially at level four tasks. They just need, they need to be able to think long-term. And so that's a, that's a skill that not everybody has. Um, but if you're, if you're looking to move someone from level two to level three, or from level three to level four, like Catherine, like you just asked, there are new things they have to learn. Just mm -hmm. because they're great, a great production manager or a great sales manager, we've seen sales managers move up into general manager roles. It's not gonna guarantee success. Right. They've gotta learn actually, new things, new thinking. That actually is a, a perfect, speaking of segues, right? That's a perfect segue into what we're gonna call a bonus podcast uh, for this particular series, which will be about interviewing, because my I would challenge all of the listeners here to really think about the people that they've promoted within their organizations and who have failed, and maybe take a little bit of responsibility there. We didn't ask the right questions. We didn't ask the right questions of the person that we were promoting to be sure that they were ready to take that next step and that they had the time span to do it. Tell me about a project that you've worked on. How often did you check in with your supervisor? What did you do when things went wrong? That's right. right? So I think one of my favorite things coming out of these podcasts has been the creative thinking around it. And I think a creative way to find that out, even with your current people, mm -hmm. is to say, are they, are they fixing things for today? Are they fixing things for the next month? Are they fixing things for the next year? And really proactively ask people that question. You know, how, how are we going to fix this problem this week? Like go back to that gas example. You know, all right, so we've got a problem. All right, so how do we fix it now? Level one, level two, problem solving. All right, so how do we fix this problem so it doesn't happen again? You probably now already have a lot of people asking those questions that you didn't just in the moment because that's their natural, they're, they're already at that level. You just don't know how to assign it yet. And you probably have some crew leaders who are level doing level one work who are asking those questions and thinking a little bit longer term that all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, they could be a potential field supervisor. Yes, they might need a little bit more training in a couple other areas, but this is a potential candidate. So it's, it's I think the questions are kind of like the, the flags that, oh, this might be someone who's ready to step up. Even though they might not be the best craftsman. Right. They're, they've, they're doing the kind of thinking that level two requires. I don't, I 
don't care about age. I don't care about experience. I don't care. None of, none of those things are consistent predictors of success. The number one predictor of success in a role is time span, is their ability to think in the matching time span that the role requires. That's a great, Molly, great point. Another gold star for Molly. So many gold stars today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to ask you for something. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really currying favor. I, I need to, I need to make this sort of uh, pay off somehow. Like I, you are you trying to bribe me with some gold stars over here? I maybe. I think I need to. Some you, just gave, you just gave it all away, Andrew. You gave me all those gold stars. I bought you a latte. That would be wonderful. Mm. I think oh, uh, I'll keep it in mind. Catherine, next next Catherine, time I see you in person. Right. Catherine just rolled. I, it up. I I actually do believe that Molly sent out lattes to everybody last week. I sure did. Did you okay. open up your gift card? Well, th this is a new one. I mean, this I, I had that. Oh, 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 oh. I'm, I'm, Andrew I'm needs weekly on. Starbucks gift card deliveries. <laughs> right. Note well, to self. I, yeah. Appropriate time span is to ensure that yes. Andrew always has a latte. Hmm. I've solved my problem for today with this gift card, but how do I solve this problem for the next year? I think I have it in my time span capability to uh, to get that to you on a weekly basis. Andrew. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a year long project of complimenting Molly so that I never have to worry about Starbucks again. <laughs> Always, we'll have caffeine on hand, right? <clears throat> Well, listen, I, you know, I think we've, we've certainly learned a significant amount with this particular podcast series. I think most of the businesses that we work with are falling into level one through level four. There is always level five. Uh, that's a, a, a beyond what we're, what we're working with in most of the businesses that we work with. But as I mentioned- I mean, that, before, That's the CEO role. It, it's vision and mm -hmm. market and product. You know, right. I don't know can I plug, it, but. well, it's the role of the CEO is that level exactly. five. And we have a role of the CEO podcast that we released a couple of weeks ago. Should that be of interest? It's the Absolutely. stuff we, we try desperately to do with all of our clients is vision, yes. mission, SWAT. Right. What are your, what's right. your product, clarifying your product roles? I mean, that that's right. all the level five stuff. It right. should come to note that we don't plan these podcasts it, we plan them out, but we don't plan them as well as what just happened on this call. I know, right? We just talked All about the, those the, 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 the role of the, or the hiring of the general manager, a podcast that's happening. We just did the role of the CEO. It's, it's really fun when these things all kind of come together because they are all so interconnected. It just shows what we talk about every day. No, Molly, I'm going to say that that's your time span excellence. Oh, thank you. Well, another comp, another gold star. Can wow. I join you guys on every podcast? Yes. We make we make <laughs> outlines, but we don't script the whole thing. It kind of no, goes we sure don't. <laughs> so, so I so I want to thank Molly for for joining on this this last podcast and the first one, of course, and then um, Andrew for joining me on this. I, you know, it's something that I am a newer student to, and I'm so grateful that we've got it as a tool in our tool belt because it helps our business owners with so much. So I, I really do appreciate everybody's participation here. Thank you, Catherine. Yeah, the, the, you, more, Catherine. the more we talk about it, the, the more, the more we uh, learn about it. Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan Consulting Group, a nationwide business consulting firm with coaches located around the country. 
Have a question, comment, or idea for future episodes? We'd love to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.